What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. What's good? Hey ladies and gents, this is your girl Brianna Javon with another episode of What's Good Podcast. As you guys know, we do not have interviews. Instead, we have genuine conversations. So let's go ahead and get into it. We have a guest and this is our wild card Wednesday. I'm super excited. Her name is Lauren Williams. How are you? I am doing great. I didn't realize I was wild card Wednesday. Yes, ma'am, you are. That is fun. <laughs> Because as you guys know, if you've been listening, this season is all about retail, but I have a fellow podcaster in the building. So we're going to talk about a little podcasting, we're going to talk about purpose in life, how stories kind of mingle together to get to where we are today. And we're just going to explore this whole thing. I'm excited. You ready? Word. I'm down. Let's do it. All right. So as you guys know, we start off with icebreakers. Your icebreaker is, how is running a successful podcast different than what you thought it would be? Mm. Hmm. Let's think. Maybe it's the amount of work. It's like, you know that there's a lot of work that goes into it, but it's even more than you thought, you know? <laughs> and so I think that that's my thing. And really just trying to learn the entire industry, because as a solo podcaster, you really learn a lot from Googling. You learn a lot from meeting new people. It's really kind of like a snowball. Um, and so it's just learning so much as I go. So there was so much that I didn't know before I started that I know now. Wow. Okay. What is one thing? Because you speak in my language. I'm like, girl, uh-huh. in the same boat. So what is one thing? Maybe... Something that's super, let's do that. Something super, super important that you didn't know beforehand that you know now. You could tell with that knowledge, you elevated the podcast. Yeah, let's see. Probably mentorship and relationships, but I'm going to go mainly with mentorship. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, I kind of knew this going in, but something that I've learned about myself is that I kind of need like a community and accountability to keep moving forward um, or else I get comfortable and choose Netflix, you know? And so (laughs) when I have like mentors who really, 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 really care. So I work with um, Almost 30 Podcast Mm -hmm. and as my mentors. And so they have like different workshops and like a membership and different things like that where they have really been in my corner And I've noticed every time I start to work with them, I like actually move forward and try to make progress. And when I don't, I feel like lonely, you know, Uh Um, and need support. I like need a support system. That's good. Yeah. That's one thing I'm missing is mentorship. Mm -hmm. And so what was that conversation like? Was it just the group or was it one particular person that brought you into that group? What did that look like for you to start uh, receiving mentorship? Yeah. At the very beginning, before I launched my podcast, um, it just so happened that they were launching their podcasting courses. Yeah. So it kind of just worked out really well. So they were doing kind of like a pilot program or whatever. And I joined in on that and they had a decent sized group of people that were in that group. Um, 
And when I was in that group, I was like, okay, weekly assignments, let's do it, making progress, here we go. And then I noticed when I, like when the courses ended, that was the highlight of my week every week when I would go into those like membership courses. Um, But when it finished, I still had momentum, but it was slowly, slowly die down again. And then more recently, they hosted another one for podcasters who were like at least 50 episodes in type of thing. Cause you know, you're in a different, you know, category once you've actually launched. That's true. And I was on it again. We had like the one-on-one sessions. Sometimes we had group sessions. Sometimes we had sessions where we met new people. Um, And just in general, being around those people was always helpful for me or even through zoom, just having somebody to talk to, you know? Um, and so, yeah, it was just progress from there. But then again, now it's dwindling, dwindling, dwindling again. And I'm like, I need another group. And so I was thinking this morning, <laughs> mm-hmm. I kind of want to do 9.30 a.m. calls every Saturday with just side hustlers. Oh. And, and it's just like an accountability call, you know? Because mm-hmm. at my job, we have a meet a morning meeting every me- every morning at 9.30. Okay. And I feel like that keeps us, you know, accountable, accountable. We have to say what we're doing every day and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I need one on Saturdays just for my podcast so that I get up and go downstairs and like just do my podcast stuff. I love you can put me on the list. OK, I, yes, I got one so much because it's like you're making your own lane. Mm-hmm. Even though that program may be done or either I then you know, succeeded or whatever it looks like on that end doesn't mean that I had to stop because, right. stop, you know, yeah. now it's just a new chapter and I can just keep going and just figure out what works for me and implement it my way. Mm-hmm. I love that so much, Lauren. Yay. How's it been for you, though, like with yours? So for me, it's kind of the same. That's why yeah. I have seasons. I Got cannot you. do it full year years 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 mm-hmm. because at that point I'm going to plead I'm not yeah I'm full years I'm, I I'm going I can't I it's like, <laughs> at this point I'm going to get burned out yeah I'm going to be saying stuff that I'm not supposed to be saying y'all going to be able to people that's listening or you know hearing it, mm-hmm. or it they're going to be like what's wrong with Brie it's not her same energy and I don't want that you know right I'm yeah consistent. so for me it's like I may take two months in between. I may take mm-hmm. three months in between, but I need that time to myself to recharge and I feel get you. prepared for the next season. I feel and you. And with community, it fills me up. I'm not going to even lie. Mm-hmm. It fills me up that I love connecting people. Everybody say that's such a cliche, but to me, I really do love connecting people. Yeah. So shout out to um, Alexandra Padrelin. Mm-hmm. When she was like, hey, look at Lauren and see if this may work for you and see if you guys may, you know, click. I was like, yeah, let's go ahead and make this happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love stuff like that. It brings me joy. So that's another thing that helps me when I hear people, Brie, where's where season two, six, season three, like, where you at? I'm like, oh, thank you for accountability. Let me go ahead and get my life together. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It means everything to me as well. So I want to thank you. And can you tell the people um, about the program? Um, oh, the, the almost 30. So I was, I was in the almost 30 program accelerator program. Okay. Yeah. And so the way that they do it is um, this program particularly is for podcasters who are looking to monetize and grow. 
Mm. So it's not for people who just started. They do have a program for that too, I think. But this one is for monetization and growth. Um, And so you meet weekly for maybe six weeks, I believe, or so um, with a group of, I think, 30 podcasters, um, all who are at around the same level as you, somewhere between like 50 to 100 episodes in or whatnot. Um, And then we'll do like breakout sessions sometimes. Sometimes it would be uh, like one-on-ones with the founders of the Almost 30 podcast. So they've grown theirs. They have like millions of downloads, iHeartRadio type stuff. Yeah. So yeah, so it's pretty cool. It's a good um, program. I enjoyed it. Well, y'all heard it. She gave y'all the info. Are they still available as far as like those different programs? I think so. Yeah. So she gave y'all a resource. If y'all mm-hmm. make sure y'all write it down. If y'all watch, yeah. make sure y'all write it down. Yeah. But <laughs> you help and you help people launch theirs. I do. So if you need help with launching, go known to Brianna. Hey, hey. the plug. Yes. In the plug <laughs> I got you. All right. With that being stated, we always start the podcast episode with um, who is the guest of the day. So for you, who is Lauren? I am 30. I enjoy this age. I'm actually looking forward to 40 whenever I get there. Um, Something that I've learned about myself is that, well, not about myself, but something that I've realized is I would be like, I always consistently say next is 40 after 30, but it's not. You got to remember after 30 is 31. And so we have like this long time period in between. Um, But yes, 30. I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia. Things that bring me joy. Netflix. Um, Something that I talk a lot about is friction in your spirit. And I talk to women about limiting beliefs a lot um, that hold us back from living fully and authentically. And I think having those conversations with people are a really deep part of me and who I am. Um, Getting to just talk to strangers about the deepest parts of their life, like that really lights me up and is really my space to be myself. I feel like I've been on this journey of authenticity and trying to figure out who I actually am. Um, and to really start to express who I actually am. And I've been in this phase of deeply rooted honesty of trying to really like share who I am with people that are close to me, people who are not close to me and just being like open. So I would say I'm somebody who's on a journey of discovering who I am. Are you a poet? (laughs) 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 Yes. Add that to the list. That I, it was, I just it gave me image. It gave me so much. Like here it is. <laughs> that's what I'm going for. So poetry. I, I have to like chop all of that down. Like I feel like I'm about to chop this thing <laughs> down because there was just so much that was spilled. So when it comes to discovering yourself, mm-hmm. when was like the light bulb that came in that says this isn't me or am I guarding myself or am I missing opportunities? Am I missing blessings because I am right. this way? What did that look like for you to transition? Okay. I need to figure out who Lauren is. Mm-hmm. I love that question. Um, like it was while I was in New York. So before that painting the picture of my life again, I would wake up, go to work, um, 
pull into the parking lot at work at 8 a.m. and be like, dag, I'm ready to go home. Would go into the building, do my job or whatever, go home, binge watch CNN, eat dinner, repeat. And so that was really my life um, to the T. There was nothing within me that lit me up. And I thought that that was just how life was. I didn't think anything otherwise. I thought I was everything was fine. Let me stick on that word fine. Everything was fine. That's not really a good word because we get stuck in fine. Um, Cause you don't realize there's nothing like pushing you to be better and there's nothing really holding you back. You're just sitting there just being fine. And so I was just fine. <laughs> um, but then I ended up going to grad school in New York. And once I got there, I looked around and was like, yo, everybody here is like an individual. And so people are wearing whatever they want. They're rapping while they're walking down the street. They're singing to the top of their lungs on the subway. They are just like free. And I hadn't really experienced that before for myself. Um, That plus I had a breakup. And during that breakup, I realized I was trying to live up to these expectations of being the perfect girlfriend who was not myself. The perfect girlfriend was not me. Mm -hmm. And mix all that stuff together. I'm like, damn, like, so who am I? You know? Yeah. So I don't know if you can hear these people outside my door yelling. Sorry if you can. Okay, good. (laughs) But I was like, okay, so what does that mean for who I am? And since then, I've just, that was when my light bulb went off. And since then, I've just been another snowball. It's just been figuring it out. Okay. So with that being stated, what was the first step to finding Lauren? Yeah. I say it's like this, uh, process of Mm self-discovery, self-acceptance, and purposeful action. Mm -hmm. So self-discovery, I think a lot of that is listening to yourself and kind of like checking in with yourself Mm -hmm. about how you're feeling, what you're thinking. Um, So for example, with what you're thinking, we have like 6,000 thoughts a day or something like that. That's what some of the latest research says. It feels like a million for me. Right. And with that, like majority of them are negative. Majority of them are on repeat. You're thinking the same things over and over and over again. And we're like passive listeners to our thoughts. We don't pay attention to them. We just let them go. You know, they're just being. Um, But I think it's important to check in with what the fuck is going on in your brain. You know, (laughs) like we don't do that often. So checking in with that, also checking in with like, the feelings within my body. Mm -hmm. Um, So for example, if I was at work and I was like, dag, I want to go home. Like, and I consistently am looking at the clock, you know, that's a sign that says, bro, you don't want to be here. Mm -hmm. You know? Next. (laughs) Yeah. And there's so many situations in our lives where we really, all we have to do is check in with ourselves and our bodies and our thoughts and like everything is telling us the answer and the direction the majority of the time we don't listen to it. Mm. We just stay fine. I like how you tied that back up. That you know, <laughs> my poetry. <laughs> okay. So I want to talk about when you were, of course, like you mentioned, you was in corporate. Are you full-time podcasting or is it okay? So- oh, no, no, no. I was saying yes to your question. Oh, okay. Like yes to you asking that question. But no, I'm not full-time podcast. I am full-time at another uh, company that I also love. I love my job. 
now. That is important. Okay. Yes. Let's tap into that because I okay. like so many people mm-hmm. is the way you need to work for yourself. That's the only way. Right. Um, legacy and this, 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 and that. How did you come to grips? Like, I don't have to just do my passion mm-hmm. or my purpose or whatever that looks like. I can also still have a job and actually like it. Look, that. So, because that's so real, man. After I graduated from grad school while I was living in New York, mm-hmm. I did not like the job that I was in while I was in grad school. So I kept the com- I kept my job at the company that I was working with before going to grad. They let me work remote up there. Um, and I just didn't like it. Like, I didn't enjoy the work. My work wasn't valued. I didn't have a voice. Like, it just was not the place for me. And my thing is, I know with myself, I'm fucking amazing. Like, you know, I'm great. And they wouldn't let me be great. So I can't stay there. I got to go. <laughs> so I ended up quitting my job. Once I quit that one, I ended up moving home, um, lived with my mom for like six months. At this point, I'm 28, I guess. Um, live with my mom for six months while I'm searching for a job. And I knew that I wanted to go towards what like was best for me. So I kind of named the chapters of my life and this chapter and that chapter was called alignment. And so everything that I did work, love, play health, I was trying to get everything in alignment with like Lauren, you know? And so that's why I ended up quitting that one. And I was trying to find the job that I really, really wanted. (laughs) And so I was like writing it down. What exactly do you want in your job, Lauren? And I wanted somewhere where I could try to do events, um, media space with podcasting type of stuff and like be creative, have a voice, all of that. So ended up getting this job, working 20 hours a week at a women's focused organization. And I was thinking, okay, if I'm doing 20, then I could also do my podcast for 20, you know? So ended up taking it. It wasn't exactly what I thought I wanted, which is interesting because at that point it had been six months. I'm like, I just need a job at this point. This still looks cool. So I'm gonna just take it. Mm -hmm. And going back to like God, just, you know, putting you in places that you're supposed to be. It turned out to be perfect. So I was there for a couple months before COVID happened. Mm -hmm. I ended up in a full-time position um, with them doing communications which is something I never thought I would do a day in my life Mm -hmm. even though I have a podcast and a blog I never thought of myself as a communications person Mm -hmm. um and so everything literally just aligned and in this job I'm free I'm like so free I'm no code switching I'm just like well occasionally of course but majority of the time is not I'm just free and so what I think is really helpful with having this full-time job and working on my podcast as the passion, I don't really have to force the podcast. Yeah. So I can still do what I love with the podcast instead of trying to do what makes money with the podcast. That's very different. Yes, it is. It's so different. Yes, it is. Okay. So I, this is definitely alignment because let me tell you, yeah. I have a part-time job, 20 hours, just like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say I love them so much because what I did, I sat down and prayed about it. Yeah. Shout out to a good friend of mine. Her name is Malika. And she was like, 
this is what it looked like for me, Brie. I prayed, if I do have to go back into corporate, these are three things that I prayed for. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, you know, let me pray about that too. So I'll put down three things, being valued. That's what okay. girl is saying the same thing. <laughs> Just being valued, um, understanding, you know, different skills and mindsets and things of that nature to help me lead where I'm supposed to lead later on in life. Interesting. And three, just being financially stable. Because if I'm going to go and work for somebody again, I need these bills to be paid. Look, yes. I need something at, at that most, okay? Because mm-hmm. if I'm just sitting here just making pennies, why yeah. am I here to just get a job? Like yeah. that meant something for me. And so me meeting them off top, it was just beautiful. Mm. It was like 20 hours a week. I said, I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that at all. Let's make it happen. Yeah, 20 and, is solid. Yeah, because to me, at that point, I knew what I needed to get my bills paid. And that's mm-hmm. all the foundation that I needed. Yeah. After that, I could still put, like you mentioned, 20 hours back into my business as far as the podcast. Yes. Say less. Did I say mm-hmm. that? Say less. So <laughs> <laughs> let me add to that, though, too. Because... Even this morning, because now I'm on this, like, I'm on this thing about trying to pay my loans, like Mm -hmm. my student loans. I like really, really, really want to pay them off. I want to help my mom retire. Like now I have this money thing in me as of maybe like two months ago. It's Bola's fault from Clever Girl Finance Podcast. This is her fault, even though it's great, but it's still her fault. Um, So I have this like fire in me to make money. And So a part of me is like, because I want to get this done in two years. I have a lot of student debt, like a lot of it. And I'm like, okay, so does this mean I need to get another job on top of my full-time job so that I can put all of that money to paying my student loans? But then I was like, okay, if I have 15 hours a week to work for somebody else, that means I have 15 hours a week to put into my podcast more too. So should I go work for someone else who I know has income or should I stay with my podcast and try to figure out how to generate that income? And I feel like the it's, it's kind of a hard decision, but simultaneously, like, I want to just do my podcast yep. and really, 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 like, figure out how to make a good amount of money from it. Yep. So, I don't know. I just know I, I want more money right now. <laughs> That's all I know. And I make a lot of, I make a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. I just need more so that I can pay off these loans faster. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, just being realistic with ourselves, we all have goals. Mm-hmm. And, and to achieve a lot of those goals, you need money. Unfortunately, that. that's just how it is. Yeah. And so when I look at things like that as well, I know I want like a building for creatives to all come together. But in order for me nope. to get this building, yeah, grants can be there, but being logical and being realistic, I may have to put up front most of the money. Mm-hmm. So, as like you mentioned, certain times we have to sacrifice things. Right. I know I have 24 hours in a day. How can I allocate this time yep. to where I don't burn myself out working for somebody else? I still have time for Brianna. I still have time for Lauren. I still mm-hmm. have time to do what I need to do in order to still achieve the purpose that yep. I have as far as the will that God has given me. And so that is so powerful that we were talking about this I, I would love what you just said I love what you just said because I did a I did an episode with um my pastor actually mm-hmm. yesterday I recorded it I think and we were talking about her having to balance being a mom and uh also working mm-hmm. but then we started to talk about what balance actually means and 
she was like, it's not like, cause usually when I think about balancing stuff, you think about like a scale, you got like two sides and then you got to make them both kind of equal. But she was like, it's really just sacrifice. And that joint like really got me. I was like, whoa, we've been thinking about this balance thing all wrong. Work-life balance. No, you got to say no. Mm-hmm. You legitimately have to say no to things and sacrifice things. And you are making choices. Something is not going to get done. <laughs> like it's not balancing. That's for real. It's like going out with your friends, running the business, answering phone calls, answering all the emails. Mm-hmm. Something got to give. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't balancing you gotta get rid of some you gotta get rid of some stuff and i mean it's not to be rude to friends and family of that nature right but if i don't get this stuff now done then i'm not mm-hmm. gonna go on our family vacation later so what right. do you do and then it's like we never see you or this this and that will let me get my days together mm-hmm. so if we do get together you have all of me that's the sacrifice let me yeah. do what I need to do now in order for me to spend time with my family, be able to, like you mentioned, retire my mom, retire my dad, be there for my baby nephew, be there for my brother and his uh, wife. Oh my gosh. Why do you sound like my life? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. It is divine. Okay. That's <laughs> crazy. Together. And so with that being said, I do kind of want to transition into the podcast itself. Mm-hmm. Imperfectly Phenomenal Woman Podcast. For one, the idea, you kind of mentioned it a little bit, but I want to talk about the idea and the name because I love the names. I feel like women as a whole, when you were saying you want to be the perfect girlfriend, it's like DNA for women to just show show out for whomever, if it's husband, boyfriend, I mean, kids, family Mm -hmm. members. It looks like like we just want to show up and just be there and just give, 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 give. And so I do want to talk about the name and then the idea of how it came all together. Yeah. And so my friend and I were out uh, at lunch and I was crying to her about the relationship or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Lauren, you are an imperfectly phenomenal woman, blah, 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 blah. And as soon as she said that, I just stopped crying and was like, that's my podcast. And it's crazy because I had never a day in my life thought about having my own podcast. But as soon as she said those words, it was like, oh, that's it, which is crazy. But the words resonated so deeply with me because I guess like when you think about phenomenal or something being amazing, you think about it not having any flaws or any issues or anything like that. And all of us strive to be like live our best life, like do all these, you know, things that are considered the best or amazing or, you know, just be happy and content and just all these positive words. And I think we typically don't like if there is a negative, it's not, I don't know how to explain this part. Like it's not completely associated. Well, like something is wrong when you have a negative word, but it's not necessarily that it's wrong. It's just that you're growing. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's okay to, you can be imperfect and you can be phenomenal at the same time. You can be phenomenal and you can still be working on it. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to have it all together. You will absolutely never have it all together. I mean, if you could say that one more time. You will never in your whole <laughs> life and existence on this planet earth and beyond have it all together. It's not going to happen. And so for the rest of your life, you will be working on it. 
Therefore, you are not perfect, but you can still be amazing. And so that realization for me was really helpful. It took like a weight off of my shoulders. Um, And now I talk to women about the different areas of their life where they might not feel so amazing. And we reframe them um, at the end of the episodes so that we can shift the thoughts in our mind um, to live more fully and authentically in alignment with who we actually are and who we want to be. So I can like, I'm so excited to ask this question. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just moving my lips. Like, Oh my gosh, this is so good. Okay. So I'm all about execution. Okay. So when you said that, I was like, Oh my gosh. So is it like a come together situation? Like how are you implementing, even though this is where you are in life, this is what the other side looks like. Cause I feel like certain mm. times people are so faithful to what they see in the eye versus being unfaithful to what they see in the eye and being faithful for what the future may hold. And so it kind of sounded good. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> and so with that being stated, those conversations that you have, what are some key points that you want the audience to take away from it? Yeah. And the people um, that you have on as far as gifts. Yeah. I think the main thing, one is like, I want them to recognize if they relate to it. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing. Um, because I feel like we all have limiting beliefs, but we don't realize we have them mm-hmm. is one of the main things. And so I just want like through the lives of other women, I want people to be able to listen to those. And to see like, oh, I relate to that. Maybe something in my life needs to shift too. So that's one of the main things I want the audience to, you know, feel. And then through the conversation, um, it's taking even one nugget. If there is one nugget that they can take away to shift that thing that they recently realized about themselves, then I think that's useful. But again, it goes back to that process of self-discovery, self-acceptance, purposeful action for me. So self-discovery is them listening to the episode and being like, oh, shit, maybe that's me. And then, well, first is, oh, shit. And then self-acceptance is the maybe that's me. Mm -hmm. Then the purposeful action (laughs) is the let me take this nugget. Mm -hmm. And so at the end, when we reframe is the main thing I think too, um, where they need to shift their mindset to start to live that life that is actually authentic to them. And I think that's kind of the main piece that I want them to take away that I want the, um, person that I'm interviewing to take away because they don't usually realize it until we get to the end of the discussion. I'm, I feel that I've had yeah. a come on the show. They're like, yo, I was kind of self-reflecting while we were in the show. Exactly. It's therapy. These are therapy sessions. Every episode that I do with somebody is really a therapy session for me and for them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of reverse therapy for me. With that being stated, how do you feel about therapy? Because I do feel like this whole time we've been talking, it's kind of like you mentioned, just saying things out loud, acknowledging things. Yes. I'm actually thinking about getting a therapist. So how do you feel about actually seeing a therapist that Mm -hmm. knows what you're talking about, knows what to diagnose or know how to get you to the other side. How do you feel about that? Have you been to a therapist before? I haven't, but I am interested. It's fantastic. So I will say that sometimes you don't get the right person on the first try. Mm -hmm. Um, So don't be discouraged by that. Just keep trying to find another person. 
Therapy can also be very expensive, but it can also be inexpensive, again, if you find the right person. So I think that it is important that you, and I'm not, I'm speaking just generally. When I say you, I still just mean generally. You do whatever you won't do, girl. But like, (laughs) take your time. Yes. Take your time to find the right person. I think that's really important because with my last, well, I have, I go to therapy basically every week at this point. Um, I pay 27, like 50 or so per session. But before her, I was about to be paying like 200 a session. So yeah, it really depends. And it's hard if you don't have insurance, but there are probably some resources out there too. When I was working six, uh, when I was unemployed, I had Medicaid, Dear Lord, bless the Medicaid. It was fantastic. So (laughs) there's that too. But there are options out there. I think therapy is amazing in the process of Mm -hmm. self-discovery and Mm self-acceptance. So there's so much within us that we have pushed down since childhood. And you got to dig that up. Because it is still dictating all of our actions. Everything that we do today, it's like in our subconscious, basically. And so, for example, the last therapy session I had, she had me do, I don't know if it's called rapid eye movement therapy or tapping therapy. I don't know what it's called. But I cross my arms and I like go like this. You can't see me listening. I'm tapping my shoulders. Yes. Yeah. And so there's this one like scene in my life that, I'm kind of stuck in it's when I was four Mm. and she had me do that tapping thing and basically replay the entire scene in my head. I've never been able to focus so well, but Mm -hmm. like the way that she was talking me through, I literally was able to focus on it for like 20 minutes straight with no distractions. It was nuts because brains don't even be working like that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it unlocked so much like therapists have the tools individuals we don't have those tools and our friends do not have those tools and they don't know how to shut up and not give advice like we need somebody to just sit and listen and you can say whatever you want in confidence we don't have that in our lives to say whatever you want and nobody interrupt you like that is major and I like to give that to um, women when I talk to them too is just give them that space similar to this like something about podcasting, you, you're you giving somebody a space to be heard. I think that's just so beautiful. And so therapy is amazing. I am an advocate. <laughs> oh, she's an advocate. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So this next portion of the show, um, I always tell people it's pretty much my favorite. It's the storytelling. And so okay. we always have highs and lows as business owners. And if you're not a business owner, it's just in life, period, right? So what would be a high in your life that you can say, Lauren, you did that, had a mm. big round of applause? Yeah. Honestly, the very first thing that popped in my head, um, my ex-boyfriend passed away six years ago-ish. And I think just the fact that I made it through that, although this is not a business thing, <laughs> it was still the first one that popped in my head. The fact that I made it through that, I'm just proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is my high and simultaneously my low. But that's a high. I would also say just the fact that 
I'm about to be at a hundred episodes in yeah, in I don't know, maybe like a month or two. Nice. Yeah. Thanks. And so I'm excited about that. I want to start like a show um, and start like actually recording. And I want it to be like really, really crazy, great quality. So that's going to be my next thing. So the fact that I'm just moving forward, I'm just proud that I'm moving forward. That is awesome. And what's my low? That is good. That's what's coming next. Yeah. On the spectrum, we have some lows. What are some lows? Mm -hmm. Well, the first one, what is a low? And then secondly, how did you push through? As far as Given details by you, right? Mm-hmm. But it's helping somebody that may be going through that low currently in life. Oh, and yeah. Helping them and figure out, okay, this is how I push through. This is maybe how I can push through as well. Yeah. Ooh, maybe like the disappointments in myself. Mm-hmm. So I would get really disappointed. Okay, so as um someone who has started my own platform and everything and am really kind of handling it all by myself, I get mad at myself when I'm not working on it sometimes especially if I don't work on it for like an extended period of time I always release my episodes but it's like there's always something more that I could be doing and do you do like ahead of time or like bulk your episodes how does that work I try sometimes I bulk and then I run out of them and then I rush to like knock some out it's a it's a it's a it's a roller coaster but they always out on time (laughs) that's all that matters um but I would get mad at myself, like literally mad. And it would mess my, it would, I would feel it in my body that I was upset with myself. And disappointment is really the feeling that I would feel um, for choosing Netflix, for choosing to sleep mm-hmm. when I know I could have stayed up just a little bit later, like for not choosing the thing that I want to grow. And I think what shifted for me, I put a, tweet on Twitter and was like, can somebody please help me figure out how to work on my side hustle after working nine to six and being exhausted? Because realistically, I'm tired. Like I shouldn't even be mad at myself. I need a rest. And somebody responded, some random stranger, I don't know this person. And they were like, work in the mornings instead. And literally when I started doing that, that changed the game. I woke up like an hour earlier dedicate maybe two hours, hour and a half to um, my podcast in the morning. And now I don't feel bad about myself because I am like making progress as opposed to, and I feel good while I'm doing it because I just woke up, you know? So that was helpful. Oh, that was phenomenal. That's a helpful one. (laughs) That helped me so much. I was so mad at myself and disappointed. And then, but it makes no sense because I work nine to five. I'm tired. And we're human. It's okay to be tired, but you got to like consistently adjust with how your life changes, whether that's like you just got married, you're going to have to make adjustments to your time. You just had kids. You're going to have to make adjustments to your time. You just got a new job. You're going to have to make adjustments to your time. You just have, you have another project that you're working on at your job. You got to make adjustments to your time and just being more aware of the time that we have and how we want to spend it you just got to be thoughtful about it and let it shift like you got to just be flexible come on Lori. <laughs> she is giving me tv show vibes today hey so good she's working on it <laughs> yes right and so for the people that's listening it's gonna be podcasting it can be um somebody that has a nine to five 
Um, just anything. Always have the slot called one free advice. I feel like nowadays we pay thousands and thousands of dollars to these wow. clients, um, to these business coaches. No shade because I've had a business coach, but I feel like certain times you get the best advice from just simply talking to somebody. Absolutely. And so what would be one free advice that you can give somebody that can walk away like your nugget, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. that they can walk away from this episode and like, I appreciate that, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Um, listen to the friction in your spirit. And so the friction in your spirit is the way that I talk about that is it's like your soul has an opinion on everything that you do. And a lot of the time we ignore that in the back of our mind. And like, there's this feeling that we'll get in our chest or in our stomach or in our throat when there's something that's going on that's not right for us. And we'll usually like push it down or try to ignore it as our coping mechanism. But that's not healthy um, and it's not productive. And so when we start to listen to our bodies and what it's trying to tell us and actually take action on what it's trying to tell us, I think it's always a good choice. So acknowledge the friction in your spirit and adjust accordingly. This just fills me up today. Okay. <laughs> I hate that we're going like we're getting close to the end. <laughs> yeah. okay. So last thing, we always end off with a motivational moment. Okay. This could be something that I came across as a Bible verse, a quote, or anything of that nature. So I've been really surprised. I've been actually putting it on the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, so any type of quote, Bible verse, anything that you would like to discuss, and then we can kind of buy about, about our okay. Um, I had one in my head earlier, actually. I'm going to see if I can remember it. Oh, this is the one that was in my head today, at least. Is this motivation? I guess it, yeah. Um, don't compare yourself to others. Compare yourself to who you used to be. no 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 i saw it on um twitter or instagram or something but i'm gonna talk to somebody about the comparison trap later today so that's was in my that's been in my head for the day that is so good to me only because i legit just had a conversation with a guest um yeah this past monday yeah this past monday episode we were talking about our future selves um, writing a letter mm-hmm. to yes. today because it's like, or how are we, what are we doing today to make ourselves better for tomorrow? Yep. And if we don't go to sleep being fulfilled in our actions for the day, then what are we doing at this point? We're I just love that sentence. A dead zombie. Like we're just walking, even though zombies are already dead, but we're just walking. <laughs> with, <laughs> we're just walking around to just be here. And it goes back to what you mentioned earlier when you were just going to work, going mm-hmm. to lunch. Exactly. Going I was living that zombie life. And it's like, at this point, what are we doing in order to be better tomorrow? And yeah. not to make more money tomorrow, but what are we doing tomorrow as far as like giving and being there and doing God's will for what mm-hmm. we, why we're here? You know, we yeah. are why don't we be creative to figure out what we need to do on an everyday basis? Just being better. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that so much. Yeah. That reminds me of something else that I saw on Instagram as well. Let me see if I could pull it out of my brain. Um, 
It was something, this isn't exactly what it said, but it was something like, what did it say? Something about your future self. It was something like, I don't remember what it said, but the main takeaway that I had from it was I need to start living as my future self today because we're so like, we're consistently looking towards the future and saying that person is going to be better. That person is going to be better. Um, She's going to wear cool clothes. She is going to give to kids in whatever country. Like she's going to like have her own TV show. She's going to do all of these things, but like, why can't we just do it now? Why you have to wait? Yeah. I have to live as my future self today. That vision of who I want to be, I can literally do that right now. I can go to the store and buy those clothes. I can eat that healthy food. I can do all of that stuff. I have to live as her today. And I think that goes back to that ex-boyfriend who passed away. Like I am very well aware that any moment I could be out of here, like out of here. And therefore I got to be her now. So um, that's another like thing of my identity and who I am. I'm trying to be that future person now. Stop waiting. Yeah, stop waiting. Need to wait anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you gotta do today because there's no promise for tomorrow. Legit. Even if you have a lot of worries, like let those worries be tomorrow. Switch it up. Oh, <laughs> that is good. Let the worries be tomorrow. Figure out what you need to do to be a better day. Like having a better. I love that. That's I tell people all the time. It is none of my business of what other people got going on. Mm-hmm. Worry about what Brianna got going on and how she just how, how she's gonna maneuver around this. Yeah, life. It is none of my business what everybody else is doing. I can't. I can't. Lord, <laughs> 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 tell the people as far as website how they can get in touch with you, how they can mm-hmm. listen to podcast when it comes out every week, every biweekly, whatever that looks like. Tell the people a little bit more to get in contact with you. Yes. Yes. So podcast is Imperfectly Phenomenal Woman. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and my website at IPWoman, that's with an A, um, dot com or, you know, the handles. And I'm on iTunes, on Spotify. Feel free to check it out. I release episodes every Tuesday. Sometimes it's a solo, but usually it is with a guest. So feel free to check it out. I love it. It makes me happy. I talk to everyday women. So if you're interested in being interviewed, feel free to shoot me a DM. And there's that. She says she open y'all. So make Mm -hmm. sure reach out, listen, share the wealth, and just be supportive, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. But is there anything you feel like I missed today? Anything you feel like, hey, Brie, I want to talk about this and you didn't talk about it. So let's do it. (laughs) Nope. I think we're good. I will say on behalf of you, people go like. And go subscribe to her podcast. <laughs> no problem. Go rate it five stars. Go leave a comment on iTunes because it's always really helpful for us podcasters when you go do those things. Um, it helps us grow. It helps more people find us and all of that. So go do that for her. Yes. Y'all here to support here. Yes. Podcasters, fellow sisters. We are. Yes. <laughs> Well, I thank you, Lauren, so much for spending your time with us today. As mentioned, you guys, definitely please go support. And that's a wrap. 
If you are listening to this morning, noon, evening, or night, thank you guys and have a great one. Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at what's good podcast. Uh, Make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see. And I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.